Okay, 16 minutes after right now. Let's move away from politics. I want to talk uh, about, well, political correctness. So kind of away from politics in a way. But I want to do it with one of Australia's biggest online personalities. Uh, He's a bloke with a beard to be admired for the generations. His name is Isaac Butterfield. Now, I've uh, seen Isaac's work for quite some time. I have to say, I I do follow him on social media. He's very funny. He's politically incorrect, but he speaks a lot of common sense. Uh, Now, just before we talk with Isaac, I'll just play a little bit of his work here. Did you know that if your mother breastfed you as a child, you are a bigot? You're transphobic and probably misogynistic as well. How do you feel about yourself? I spit on you. What I'm saying is if you sucked on your mother's nipples for sustenance and nutrition back when you were a little baby, then you are a piece of That's what I'm trying to get across to everyone who was watching this. Why are you so evil if you suck on your mama's titties as a baby? Let me tell you, it's finally time to do the right thing and ban the word breastfeeding and replace it with chest feeding. Ah, so obviously he's taking the you-know-what. We used to do it all the time here in Australia. We used to all the time. We used to be able to laugh at each other. We used to be able to tell these kinds of jokes, throw in a bit of blue language. Nobody would bat an eyelid. And then blokes like this would strut their stuff on commercial television. I mean, we used to have programs on mainstream television like Hey Hey It's Saturday. Other variety programs where our comedians would get up, make us laugh. We'd kind of go, oh, did he really say that? There's nothing better than a good roasting, a good roasting of politicians, a good roasting uh, looking at our way of life. Now, he's caused a bit of a stir on the Mid-North Coast, and listeners to this program on the Mid-North Coast would know that in Byron Bay last week, there was a little bit of an upset tummy from some of those from the PC Brigade that didn't want Isaac Butterfield at their local club because, oh, for God knows what, I don't know. If you don't like the bloke, don't go. But I want to ask the question, why is it that some people are still afraid to let us laugh at ourselves? Has the art of satire been hijacked? And also, the biggest question of all, Isaac Butterfield, how much time do you spend on grooming that bloody beard? Good morning to you, mate. How are you? Oh, it, is, it is an absolute pleasure to be here. This is one of the highlights of my life. Um, mate, as far as how much time I spend grooming this monster growing on my face, yeah. uh, not very long. No. Uh, I have a couple of combs hiding around the house, one in the car, but it gets unruly, and I, I take it to, I take it to, uh, take it to, I don't know, I don't know what you'd what you'd call that. Well, it's it to, impressive. I take it somewhere. It's look, it's impressive. Well, you can take it out on a date. It's <clears> that big. Uh, it's very impressive. I have to say, and it it all adds to your, uh, dare I say, the Ned Kelly Bush Ranger kind of uh, uh, image that you've portrayed. Uh, tell me about all of this. How did it? What's the Isaac Butterfield story? Tell me how it first started, mate. Before you became a YouTube sensation, mate. Um, I don't know. It, it, it started a long time ago. I, I, I grew up wanting to play. Uh, rugby league for the Knights, as my old man did, and uh, it sort of moved on past that when I realised I was terrible. Um, I used to watch a lot of uh, a lot of telly uh, with my pop on a Friday night, and I'd stay at my grandparents' house, and we'd watch Billy Conley tapes, and we'd yeah. watch The Glass House, if you mm-hmm. recall that show. Um, and I, I'm, I'm 27 now, so I've been in the comedy game for only about six years. 
uh, doing the open mic scenes for a couple of years, and then I sort of realised that uh, there was not a there wasn't a place for someone like me. This you know six foot eight dude with a beard who tells you know horrible jokes on stage. Mm. I'm never going to get on Channel Ten at the the uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival gala or the ABC. It wasn't really my place. So sure. um, it sort of makes sense that at that point. Uh, as someone who sort of thinks of this very much as a business, that you have to uh, diversify. And that's where I went on to the online space. And, and now, basically, I, I speak to a, about a million people a week um, online. And, uh, you know, I go around and I'm just doing an Australian tour at the moment. Yeah, We're doing massive shows uh, everywhere we go. And I, made, I, I get to meet some amazing people. And, 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 and to jump in front of perhaps some of your questions, it, it's, it's quite... Um, it's quite intriguing to look at the people who arrive at my shows. Sure. You know, it's people of every colour, creed, religion, um, you know, sex, gender preference. It's, it's all these people that the newspapers and the media would have you believe hate me. And it's, mm. just, not, it's just not the truth. And, no. and that's what I love about the live shows, is it really proves that point. Well, look, just back to moving on to the online space, and, and I mentioned earlier, um, there is there has been a, a loss of real variety programming on mainstream television, and obviously if you were to appear on, say, you know, if you, if you were 20 years before your current time, you know, there'd be a place for you on, on something like, hey, hey, you'd need to pull back on the blue language, obviously, but you, you'd be very funny, uh, and you would suit it. And some people argue that, you know, that time for uh, unpolitically, uh, well, politically incorrect uh, presentation has passed. I disagree. I disagree. And, and it's pretty obvious that you and others have moved on to this online space because you're able to be unfiltered. You're able to look at issues in a comical way, I guess, that you wouldn't be able to on mainstream, if you like. I mean, you say you reach about a million odd people a week. I'm sure you do. You'd you'd reach far less if you were on commercial television, for instance. Absolutely, the the, yeah. the the time of wanting to become a comedian and then moving to TV as the end goal, or perhaps to radio, yeah. is long gone. And people who are stuck in that mindset will be stuck in that mindset forever, and they won't um, exceed any of their expectations. Yeah. I have been uh, for the longest time now, basically putting all my time into the online space investing a lot of money into making it the best product it can be and that's where the money is i mean i know you know we don't want to always talk about money when it comes to these type of things but mm. as a as a person who wants to provide for my family either that's where the money is that's where the viewers are and if we can capitalize on that reach the most amount of people why wouldn't you Absolutely. a lot of people a lot of people in the comedy game see uh, people who are youtubers they use it as a dirty word i don't think of it as a dirty word at all if I can reach a million people a week, what are you doing? Well, that's right. You're absolutely right. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm nowhere near your league, but this program, I mean, on no, our... I I no, I didn't. I didn't mean you, as in. As no, in I'm with you, mate. No, no, it's all good. The king of the prawns. No oh way. yeah, king of the prawns. I mean, <laughs> we probably would reach more people through this program online on in the social media space. Right. Uh, Every month. I mean, we reach 1.1 odd million people every month on online on Facebook. So it's important. It's Everything is multi-media uh, these days. And it's important for me as well on this program to build an audience, you know, because I'm not like Fordham down the road and I don't have a half million bucks to spend on marketing every year. So I need to market my program myself uh, online. But 
you go back to what you've created online and the presentation from when it first started to what you put up last night, I mean, it's out of this world. They're almost like um, mini Hollywood productions. The quality is outstanding these days. Thank you, sir. And uh, I, I think if you... if if no one has, uh, if someone out there hasn't seen me, you know, there's a video as I put up. I put up uh, three videos a week, and they're basically usually on a topic that that's happened uh, recently or something I find interesting. Yeah. Uh, but I also do a lot of these uh, these strange documentaries, if you will, where mm-hmm. they are, you know, we're we're hunting for ghosts or we're looking for Bigfoot or UFOs. I don't know if you've ever seen any of, any of those, but I highly oh, yes. recommend them. I've seen. Um, <laughs> we put a lot of money into those, and yeah. And they come out looking a million bucks, and I, I love doing that. And then people be able to watch that and go, "Wow, the production quality is this could easily be on any, you know, on Netflix or yeah. or Stan or Amazon or, or the TV or whatever." And well, that, they are really on the TV. Possible. Let's be honest, Isaac. They are on the TV with <coughs> Chromecast these days. If you uh, hop on YouTube, watch your stuff, or, or Facebook or whatever if, on your device. You can Chromecast it to your television, to your flat screen, and the quality is just amazing. Yeah, it's a strange world we live in where everything is controlled with a remote that's in your hand and in your pocket all day. Well, and that's the great thing about yeah, it, isn't it? It's a I, I have the ability to connect with, um, you know, and, and a million people a week, that's a bad week. So mm. I have the ability to connect people, connect to people uh, in, their, in, their, in their pockets. Uh, consistently every single week, and yeah, and I, mate, I've, I've, I have a lot of people who come to me and say, you know, I, I, your videos are my favourite part of my week, and good. they really, you know, they bring up my mood and all that type of stuff, and that's a beautiful compliment, and that's something that that's why I always have those three videos ready every single week because I know that there are some people that might only be a small percentage, but they depend on it. Well, absolutely. Uh, well, <laughs> I would say I'd say it's a, quite a, a large amount of people. And the thing is, you're right, if you're able to be a part of somebody's day, for instance, on this program, a part of their morning routine, you, you're a part of their weekly routine, they look forward to your videos. If you didn't drop one on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, whenever you do them, I mean, they'd be there online saying, oi, where are you? I need it, I need you, (laughs) kind of thing. Absolutely. So do you do it to to make a point? Do you do it for laughs? What do you do it for, mate? Do you you try and get a little bit of uh, political mileage out of it? Are you apolitical? Where are you? I do it for money, but uh, sure. probably the second <laughs> question, the second answer. <laughs> Man's got to um, wait. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, that, and that's the important thing, with, particularly with my career, where everyone's getting cancelled and stuff. I don't know if my career is going to last another 10 minutes or 10 years. Yeah. So I try and, uh, you know, basically get as much out of it as I can. And I don't just mean that financially. I mean uh, as far you. as experiences and, yeah. and, and, and people and, and all that type of stuff. But um, there isn't anything I'm trying to get out of it. I'm not... I'm not an overly political-minded person. Sure. I like to think I'm very much in the in the middle of politics, mm-hmm. uh, in, in the centre. And um, you know, I, I take everything from from the right side of politics that I, I think is interesting and okay. agreeable. And then um, you know, like take the like, piss out of it. <laughs> yeah, take the piss out of the right side, the left side. You know, I I, I agree with some things that yes. that happened with the Trump administration, but also. Yeah. The fact that in America they don't have, you know, socialist medicine is insane. Yeah. Um, you know, those type of things. So mm-hmm. you've got to take the best from both parts of the world and, and, and have the ability to make fun of both sides. And I think that's what's lost in the Australian comedy community and perhaps comedy in general is if they make fun of particularly the left-leaning side of politics, yeah. they are worried that they are not playing ball yeah. and they won't get the gigs and they're not, you know, 
they're not playing by the rules. Mm. And I think that's that's it's quite sad, really. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. Uh, and I haven't got much time before I go to the news. I guess the last question is, you know, there's going to be critics. Not everybody. I was told, uh, Mark, and I used to be devastated by it. You get really nasty emails, hate mails, you get trolls online. And then I was told by somebody, not everybody's going to like you, but just stay the course, stick to what you believe in. And, you know, um, you will feel better if you just go ahead and do what you want to do and don't be blindsided by the hate. Now, obviously, doing what you do with such a much bigger audience, you'd be trolled within an instant, an inch of your life. What do you, how do you deal with the negativity? To give you a bit of an example, yeah. the worst trolling or the worst hate that I got mm-hmm. was after a joke I told last year about the Christchurch massacre, a horrible event, but I made a joke about it. Yeah. And I had, and this isn't being a hyperbolic at all, I had 80,000 direct messages on uh, Instagram of basically, we hate you, death threats, the whole thing. Yeah. And I'm used to that now. If I go a day without a death threat, it's a strange day. I light a candle. Um, it's beautiful, but it's it's part of the business. It it's is. also something that I get paid for. Yeah, I accept that money when it comes into my account every week or every month, sure. and that is part of it. All right, and I mate. just have to just move on. Mate, great to talk to you. I really enjoy your work. I commend it to anybody who hasn't discovered you yet. And hopefully there's a few boomers listening to us today that uh, will hop online and have a look at your stuff. Really good to connect with you, Isaac. And all the very best. All of your tour details and everything are up online. Just follow the link, hashtag Marcus Paul in the morning. Good on you, mate. We'll chat again soon, I hope. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. My pleasure. Bye-bye.